0: And welcome to Kanecast a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management team.
1: Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today I've Rich Sherry, Senior Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Global Dividend Yield Portfolio. Rich, thank you very much for the time today. The third quarter of 2022 saw continued levels of heightened volatility, especially as we moved deep into the September months. Can you discuss some of the key drivers that drove these returns?
2: Volatility has been constant in the markets this year, and there were a number of drivers that contributed to volatility during the third quarter. Earlier this year, volatility was driven in part by supply chain disruptions and inflationary pressures. During the second quarter, concerns about a potential recession became more prominent. The market had become concerned that perhaps the Fed was behind the curve on inflation and interest rates, and that by aggressively raising interest rates as they did during the second quarter, they might engineer a recession. However, markets rebounded in the first half of the third quarter when it appeared that the Fed may have succeeded and that inflation and interest rates may have peaked. However, during the latter part of the third quarter, additional data points indicated that that may not be the case and that rates may have to go higher still. The market is concerned because the Fed has stressed that it is willing to stomach a recession in order to get inflation under control. The Fed is trying to engineer a soft landing and eliminate job openings as opposed to jobs. However, the market is concerned that it will overshoot and create a recession. Ironically, a strong employment environment is making it difficult for the Fed to achieve its objectives as it's concerned that a wage price spiral, as was seen in the 1970s, may develop. In addition to everything noted above, the war in Ukraine is going on longer than anticipated and may become protracted. This is pressuring global energy prices and the European economy. Finally... China's zero-COVID policy remains an issue for global supply chains and global demand.
1: Rich, what were some of the names that detracted most during the quarter? And can you also provide us with some information on some of the names that contributed most positively?
2: The biggest detractor was Verizon, which is dealing with intensified competition for consumer attention as the economy slows down. Fortis is a Canadian-based utility with operations in the U.S. as well as Canada. Its stock price, along with many other utility stocks, was negatively impacted in late September by higher interest rates, which can have a negative impact on the valuation of higher-yielding stocks such as utilities. VF Corporation is a recent purchase which we sold at the end of September. The company's most profitable brand, Vans, is undergoing a significant restructuring and the brand is more impaired than we initially believed. Despite continued solid operational performance, BCE's valuation was also negatively impacted by higher interest rates as noted with Fortis. After strong performance in the second quarter, IBM was somewhat weak during the third quarter due in part to outperformance coming from its more volatile hardware business as opposed to its more valuable software business. The biggest contributor to performance during the quarter was Bank of Hawaii, which has only a small exposure to volatile capital markets activity and whose strong deposit franchise gives it a lot of optionality in a rising rate environment. Sonoco's packaging business is benefiting from steady consumer demand and strong price cost recovery. After a period of disappointing the market last year, Omnicom reported solid results that exceeded expectations. Cisco Systems produced strong results as its customers continue to find the company's products a necessary purchase, even in a tough economic environment. And Pepsi generated strong revenue growth this quarter as better-than-anticipated elasticities allowed the company to get strong price increases without significantly impacting volume.
1: Lastly, as we move into the fourth quarter, what are some of the key considerations you're evaluating along with the team from a portfolio perspective?
2: The two things we're focusing on today are a potential recession and higher interest rates. In terms of a potential recession, we're monitoring the resiliency of the businesses that we own and are looking at possibly owning. We always seek to own businesses that have resilient business models and strong balance sheets and that have historically performed well in recessions. However, Whenever a potential recession looms, we always strive to be extra diligent about the resiliency of the businesses that we own. In terms of higher interest rates, we are cognizant that higher interest rates can sometimes be negative for higher-yielding stocks. Earlier this year, the resiliency of the businesses that we own outweighed the negative impact of higher interest rates. That became more of a concern later in the third quarter when some investors became concerned that rates would stay higher for longer. However, the Fed's game plan remains to tame inflation and return it towards its 2% target which should result in lower interest rates in the future.
1: Rich, as always, thank you very much for the time and the insights you provide our listeners. Have a great day.
0: You have just listened to CaneCast, hosted by Jordan Greenhouse. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.cane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rednick Investment Management. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates. Our current, as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.